0: T. Smith here with another, actually a special edition podcast. I've already done one this week, but with the Crosstown shootout coming up on Sunday, I got a very, very special guest with me right now today. I got my man Tim Daniel of 48 Minutes Network in the flesh in the building with me. Well, not really in the building, but via Zoom. (laughs) But you know, six feet, man. We gotta we gotta stay safe. But I got him in the building with me talking UC Xavier. This guy is a jack of all trades. He covers UC, Xavier, and NKU. But today we're using him for his Xavier expertise. So he's going to drop some knowledge for us. in Bearcat Nation, we have to take it, you know, take it. <laughs> And if, you know, if you got some good knowledge, you got to take it and use it, man. But hopefully he, he doesn't have anything good to say about Xavier. So that's what I hope. But we'll find out. Tim, how you doing today?
1: I'm good, man. I'm excited to finally be here. You know, we're used to doing the uh, post-game videos, so we haven't had a chance to do one of those yet.
0: I know, man. You um, weren't at the game yesterday, man. I felt lonely. I was like...
1: Yeah, I miss the arena so much, man. I tell my fiance every day how much I miss it.
0: Man, it's, it's super cool. But it was super weird. Like, I know, trying not to get into too long, rant on that, but like... Coming in, we don't come in in a normal spot anymore. We come in like on the other side, the other entrance, essentially. And then you go in through like the actual press boxes, like, and then you walk out that way. So essentially you come in, you know how Oscar was over on the other side? Yeah. We actually came in like over there. Huh. Yeah. So next, when you do come, it's going to be different. I was about to go downstairs. I know we had to go to the lender, but it's literally, it's right in the lobby. You walk through the press box and then boom, you're right, right where you're at. So it's crazy, man. You you'll see,
1: man. So
0: yeah, it, it it threw me off, man. I was like, I was stuck for a minute, but uh, yeah, man. Xavier's five and o, UC's one and when Only played one game. I know we've made a lot of well, Bearcat Nation's made a lot of fun of Xavier barely winning close games, but after seeing them seeing UC play yesterday and seeing the effect of not having the normal fans. I can understand why why Xavier's you know pushing through these games and not really blowing people out but um from the games you've seen what what would you expect to be a big deal for the Bearcats to have to deal with with Xavier's team
1: well I think the one thing you've seen in the five games is their ability to stretch the floor um, they haven't really had that in years past you know, the last mm-hmm. couple of years was kind of hope to God Maji Marshall makes a play and see what <laughs> happens from there um, now it's kind of like you know they have multiple guys that can shoot the ball. Uh, Kiki Tandy's kind of got more of a role. Uh, Dwan Odom is a very explosive freshman athlete. Um, you know they bring in Nate Johnson from uh, Gardner Webb, who's a really good shooter, and they also you know Zach Fremantle's shown the ability to stretch the four, It's just two years in college so far, so I think that's going to be the biggest thing for Cincinnati. Is kind of be like hoping they, you know, not necessarily hoping they, but playing your best defense possible, your best physical man. And just knowing like what to expect in that circumstance, because when they get rolling, like they did yesterday, albeit it was Tennessee tech um, and they're hitting threes, they're, they're hard to stop. You know, Kiki Tandy is, you know, probably their best shooter and he comes off the bench, you know, he's just kind of like their microwave. He's their Lou Williams, I guess if way to do comparison.
0: Nice. And then
1: um, I've talked to multiple scouts about Zach Fremantle and a lot of people have said he's Xavier's best pro prospect. Um, so wow. yeah, very interesting. Um, yeah. For a kid from Jersey, a power forward, you know, you don't see that a lot as far as best pro prospect anymore. Uh, but, you know, he's a very tough kid. He has a tendency to kind of, you know, he plays with a of, with, with plays with a high t- high drive and has a tendency to get him and some tiki tak fouls. But uh, he's coming together. Uh, but, you know, I think, you know, the way that they score now is way different. You know, it feels a lot like those GP Makura, Trayvon Blewett teams a lot more than it does those. Um, Paul Scruggs and Quentin Gooden teams if, that's yeah. it, if that makes sense
0: <laughs> yeah it definitely makes sense it makes a lot of sense we need them to be more like Paul Scruggs and Gooden even though they did um handle the Bearcats last last year I'll be it as Marshall
1: ever. was out of this world that game like, oh man he went just,
0: crazy it was yeah. like um I've been I've covered many of Crosstown shootouts and I've actually attended a few myself um the one that probably sits the highest to me is Trayvon Blewett, 40 point I think, 40-point game. 40 point game second was my uh, – was Dave David West when I was in college, actually. See, saw him, man, it was like – and it, it was crazy. Like, I've never – like, I, as much as a person that went to UC – covers uc essentially like i went to uc so i believe uc per se but sure. i'm a realist like i've never been in awe from a player that much until until i saw david west i was like dude he's nba like he's out of this yeah. world it was crazy like they couldn't stop him in a post if they put somebody too small in them he'd just put them in a post if they were too big he'll just shoot three in the face it was, it was crazy like it was it was one of the best games i've ever seen a person play i think he might have had like 20 something and 10 or something but it was just like crazy i was just like oh my god is um, that when
1: you see was number one in the country?
0: I want to say they were in top five for sure.
1: Yeah, something pretty high.
0: Yeah, they were definitely high because I saw him and I saw Chris Paul when he was in college. And Chris yeah. Paul was was like out of this world, like super. There's out those of this
1: guys, world. you know, when you see them, you're like, why are you playing college basketball? Yeah, him. This isn't necessary.
0: And then the person that had no name compared to like those two had names. But the person I saw that didn't have a name in college was Dwayne Wade. It was before. He blew yeah. up and I was like, "This dude is crazy." I was like, he was catching backdoor alley oops. It was crazy. Like he made his name pretty much playing against UC, and it was like I saw it. I was like, "Dude, it's this guy named Dwayne Wade. He's a monster." I've seen it live.
1: Mine was Kendrick Nunn. so I covered uh when he was in Oakland for that year. <laughs> really? They played eight, obviously they play in the same conference yeah. as AKU, and they go to friggin' Northern. They go to BB&T, and he chops thirty-eight. And I'm like, that kid can play in the NBA. And like, yeah. sure enough, two years later he's playing in the NBA finals. That, it's like
0: that's crazy. Oof it's crazy he's good too so yeah it's crazy some yeah, people just see it man like you like this this is a little different right here you yeah. know what i'm so saying
1: level, yeah especially when you like watch those like nku level teams when it's like you know those mid-major programs. yeah and you're like that you're like okay that kid's got something
0: like, yeah it's something it's something a little different man because it's a few people i saw early and I, i'll switch sports but like even in football like i saw ben roethlisberger playing college i was like oh this dude is a little bit different I saw David Garrard. Remember him that played for the yeah. uh, the Jaguars? I was like, man, this dude is real good. Like ECU sucked, so like people really didn't care. But I'm like, man, this dude is next level, man. Like I could see it, and then he played like six, seven years in the NFL. Like it was legit. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes you just see it. Like man, this dude is it's a baller. But um, yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to this game on Sunday. I know I'm I got a little long winner right there, but I'm looking for this game on Sunday. Cause it's going to be crazy because the Bearcats only played one game and Xavier has played five. Like that's such a big advantage, especially without these, without the fans, man. Like how big of an advantage do you think this is going to be for Xavier?
1: I think it's big because like you mentioned, uh, you know, UC fans were joking on Xavier for playing. They've played in a lot of situations already. They've had games when they blew teams out like Tennessee tech and Oakland. Yep. Um, they had games like against Eastern Kentucky where they were brought down to the wire. Yep. Uh, they played a, a Bradley team that's – yeah, that's a, good, a Toledo team that also yep. gave them everything they had. Um, and, you know, Bradley's not a bad team. They probably shouldn't have beaten by much more than they did. But, like,
0: yeah.
1: uh, you know, Bradley's a team that's had been in the NCAA tournament you know, fairly recently and, like, they're a decent program. Um, so, you know, this the game condition I think is going to be a big deal. Uh, the fact that, like I said, they've played in all those situations. They've had to overcome adversity already in games to win. And Cincinnati has to. Like, obviously, yeah. they probably got – they had their hands full of Litska. Uh Brandon made mention that, like, they, he didn't prepare them for the zone. Yeah, uh, That's something Travis Steele is pretty well aware of, that they weren't prepared for the zone. Believe me, he, he knows that that's coming. Yeah. Uh, so, I think that, you know – just kind of like having those experiences already, being in that game condition. You know, yeah. you talk about Xavier's not only played five games, they played five games in a week and a half. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like it's definitely a big difference from one game in 12 days compared to five games in 12 days. Yeah,
0: for sure. Like, I'm hoping as a, you know, on my side of the fence that. Maybe they have a little bit tired legs playing so many games so fast. That's how
1: they looked against Eastern, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm hoping that the Bearcats can take advantage because they – you see a looks very sluggish. Okay. I mean, for what, 35 minutes? Well, 32 minutes of that game, turned it up at the end um, and was able to pull it through. But you could just tell, like, it was certain plays that were happening. It wasn't much much feedback from, you know, the people that were there. So they just it just didn't the arena didn't jump like normal. Normally you can't hear yourself, you know. You yeah. can hear the refs calls, you know. Hear the it's shoes squeaking. A fun
1: place to cover a game.
0: Yeah, so it's just crazy to see. I mean, both are, honestly, I can't even knock it. Both arenas are super fun, especially oh, with the yeah, new. You know, so like just with Xavier, how close you are to the action, how you see, you know, make the changes to the arena because before then, everybody, I mean, you know, fifth oh fifth third was. It's pretty rough. Just uh, to be put it polite, I mean, it was pretty, yeah. pretty rough. I mean, I've probably been in some high school gyms that probably been better than an old fifth third, but the new fifth third is it's a nice place to spend your money if you if you got to for sure.
1: Yeah, the way that I like it was compared. It was explained to me that I appreciated the most. That made the most sense was the old fifth third was a gym. This is an arena.
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely and was I, a gym. Yeah, it was a gym. Like you had blind spots. I mean, it was like high school bleachers. It was crazy. It was crazy. It wasn't uh thought of, of a I I think they short shot it for sure. <laughs> like like yeah, whoever was the architect on that was then thinking, uh let's let's make upgrades. I mean it would have like
1: been you, like, go to like Wrigley or Fenway and there's like the pole that's like right in the middle of the seats and like the first yeah, baseline, you're like you know. watching the game like this.
0: Exactly. Like you got a crook in your neck trying to look around. Yeah, so it's, like, exactly it's like I spent how much money for these seats it's like if you couldn't get the size, like why would you wanna sit on like plastic benches you know what i'm saying like yeah pretty rough so i mean they definitely stepped it up it's definitely a good place to go to now for sure it's like night and day you wouldn't even think it's the same place but um the good thing is uc does have the home game and i guess i mean there will definitely be some xavier parents i would believe will be there because they do get a certain amount of tickets i'm not for sure um how many like fans they will get to bring in besides the parents i believe but that i don't know but it was super weird the lips the lipscomb game one of the it was like two parents that literally tried to get like under the basket they almost got kicked out <laughs> of the game it was crazy <laughs> so i hope well, nobody parents was,
1: or lipscomb parents
0: lipscomb parents
1: that's that's what's up
0: that's like, what's like walk by me i was like dude you're in my area like come on like show some respect like but then they, two people walk by I'm like what the heck they go try to go like by the cheerleading spot they go down then they get they, they push them back but I was like what makes you think you can do that with all this tape and stuff up like it was crazy but anyways hopefully nobody from Xavier does that if it will it'll probably be like a big scene because of rivalry you know but um it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, I don't like just from the Lipscomb game, it's only game I have to go. But off of this year, um, I just don't see Keith Williams going two to ten. Yeah, not getting three fouls in the first what of what seven minutes of action that he played, maybe even less. He might have been like five minutes in the first first half. Um, the Julius, he didn't shoot well in the first half. He might have been like 0 and oh four. I want to say, not He's looking at my stat sheet. Bad. Yeah. I mean, they five 4 422 from three. I can't see it getting much worse than that. And they're a solid shooting team. So I have more faith in them shooting like, than uh, than that. I know it's going to be a different game, but uh, they got to just play a little cleaner and then just not, they got to generate their own intensity because the, the crowd won't be able to do it for them. And it's not going to be like the old, like the Temple, was that Temple? Was that the last game of the season last year? That's yeah, helpful. I think
1: it was. Yeah, when they were
0: like down playing real bad, and just pushed it up, and then Trey got the tip at the end. And that was crazy. That was yeah. the last game of the season. It was like you didn't think that was going to be it, you know. So
1: hey, here's the crazy thing about that: I worked the last college basketball game that actually played its entirety.
0: So you were year. at the game. They you were at the at, game. I
1: was at the Xavier. I was at the yeah. Xavier Paul game in Square yeah. Garden. I covered it.
0: That's crazy. That's a good, that's a history book lesson right there. We're going to have that documented, but <laughs> for real. I still go to press Fast. Yeah, <laughs> that's legit. You got to keep that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you got to hang that up on the wall legitimately, for real. <laughs> but yeah, man, <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't expect, I was legitimately talking. Like I went to like a football practice. I was talking to Justin Williams. He's like, yeah, I'm about to go leave out. To go cover the, the AAC tournament thing. I think he was supposed to leave out the next day. And that's when we got like the email, like everything shut down. Boom, boom, boom. Like I had just completed like two or three interviews, had some stuff going on. I think it's supposed to be like interviews the next day. I think I was free. So it was like Friday. I think I could have went. I know I wasn't going to be able to go to Dallas, but I was like, man, it was crazy. So yeah, it was like, it man, that's, I was like, man, world just stopped for for the, I mean, that was some. It is, it still is serious, but I just never. As much as we love sports, I've never seen it shut down in my life. this was a strike, and college doesn't strike.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, especially for you and I, we're like, you know, not. I know we're kind of getting a little off topic here. I know, right? Like you and I are both Laker fans, so of course, like for us, it's like. Uh our team is really good like yeah. can we like I'm, get this back because I'm, they could probably win it so they come back and win it it's like oh thank god yeah i
0: know right yeah. i know it's like dude what's gonna happen like especially you know like anthony davis as much as i love him you know he's mr glass so it's like man. every time he falls i'm like oh please get up <laughs> no, please no. get up like, <laughs> <it was> like <laughs> well, i think it was like game five when he twisted his ankle at the end yeah, i was like, like, like oh, bro no. like
1: come on drag
0: man. his back like Bam is back, even though he's, like, probably at 70%. Like, I don't care. Like, if something's going to happen, this (laughs) team has so much heart. If Anthony doesn't play, like, it's going to be rough. They're going to be just fouling LeBron and just just packing it in. Like, it's going to be crazy. But uh, they pulled it off. Did you get any gear? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah, did, too. I I just wanted to put that on record.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I wore wore it in Disney World with pride.
0: Nice. I haven't worn anything. I got a mask and a T-shirt.
1: But yeah, I got I wanted, a T-shirt and I got a sweatshirt.
0: Yeah. See, I messed, I messed up the first order. So, like, you know, it took forever for it to come in the mail. Oh, yeah. Um, I finally get it. I get it. And I freaking order a woman's T-shirt. Ah. Uh, woman's. And my wife doesn't like the Lakers. She hates the Lakers. So, I couldn't even give it to her. So, then I took, <laughs> I sent it back. I ordered it and sent it back or whatever. I actually got more money back than I expected. So, like, I got, like, this gift nice. card that I'm going to probably take advantage of sooner or later. But, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah, yes. it's, it's, everything shut down. It's crazy that the Lakers, I mean, not the Lakers now, you see second games against Xavier. Xavier's freaking six games against us. So, <laughs> so it's going to be interesting, man. Um, all right. So, we're going to go X Factors. We got to go X Factors. We got to pick an X Factor and then we could pick who's going to win.
1: X Factor for each team or X Factor? Yeah, X-Factor let's go for
0: each team. For each team. Better. Right. Yeah. Because I know you cover both. So, so I'll let you go too.
1: Yeah. So, X Factor for Xavier. Uh, I'm going to go with Kiki Tandy. I know I've talked about him quite a bit already. Uh, just, just having that ability to come off the bench and score the way he does is so big. And, you know, the, you know, he has very long range. He's getting better at attacking the rim, not just, like, trusting the three-point shot. Yeah. So, plus, he's become a really good passer. Like, him and Duan Odom have a really nice connection on alley-oops. And uh, add Paul Scruggs to that. So, I think the guard play for Xavier is just really impressive. Uh, so, I think Tandy kind of, like, coming off the bench is to be big for them. And I guess i will kind of play the same role on the other side because you kind of saw in that Lipscomb game when Cincinnati got, like, energy from Jeremiah Davenport, it was yeah. just such a different team. So, I think, yeah. like, having J.D. come off the bench and get some energy into the, like, to the team and pump him up, like, anyone who's talked to Jeremiah Davenport knows that that kid does not lack confidence for anything. Anything. Uh, he, yes. he walks on the court like he's the best player in the gym every time he plays. And I no, love that about him. Yeah. You got to
0: respect it. got to respect yeah. it.
1: So I think like those two kind of being like the first guys off the bench for the both teams is going to be a big deal. Uh, I think that's going to play a big part, but um, so I would say those are my two X factors.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll say I'll go another energy guy. Cause mama didn't play very well. um on, on Thursday. No, Wednesday. Sure, it is Thursday, you know, but, uh, I'm saying he's I think he's going to be an X factor because yeah. his long because with Fremantle and him, you know, he can make some shots and it just frustrate him a little bit. Because his quickness, I think, is going to be important, along with Tari Eason, if he gets some playing time, him being a freshman. But I just think him being a junior and then him experiencing this game before, I think he's going to be very important for the Bearcats. And then, you know, he can make the outside shot. He can finish around the room. And if he could just not get crazy fouls and be in foul trouble super fast, I think he'll be somebody that can uh, just be a little bit – person nobody's really counting on to be a star, but, like, just be that person in the game to be a star, that makes sense. That's why I'm rolling with I'm I'm going with Do on this one.
1: Cool. I can yep. see it. Yep. Especially size. Xavier hasn't really rebounded the ball well yet, so that's a yep. big thing for them.
0: Yep. Yeah, Him being quick. So I think, like, his athleticism – because the other – I think, you know, Chris Volt and – you no know, rap, I feel like they're going to be solid. They're going to be solid. Um, but then they're not as laterally as quick as Duke. So I think Duke would just right. be like, you know, when they put him in, I think it's going to change the pace for him. If he's coming with the energy and not fouling. If he's not fouling and turning the ball over, he turned the ball over on a couple of times, you know, yesterday. Looks a little sloppy. So, you know, I think that I think that's going to be different. But Jeremiah, for sure, he's the walking, he's the walking spark plug. he he, he is the he is the fans you know what i'm saying by itself so for real like he changed the whole game it it won about 12 points because jeremiah davenport just said i'm about to change the game in the second half literally and he did and he definitely did like his stats don't show it like he had like four four points four assists and like two rebounds but he played much bigger than that
1: oh my god when he dunked the ball like sheesh
0: dude i got a picture i'm gonna send it to you my photographer caught one. He caught one like the whole motion, like the cock back, the finish in oh, the in the flex, like all of it. He got like all of it, like it's crazy. It's tight. Like I'm I'm definitely posting that like tomorrow, like the whole sequence, <laughs> just because it's so dope. Yes, yeah, please <laughs> like, do. I would love to see it. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. So I'm letting you know, I'm let you see it before I post it. <laughs> cool. For sure, man. But all right. So now we gotta make predictions. Who who are, you, who are you saying is going to win the game tomorrow?
1: Oh, man. I know, like – I know Bearcat Nation is going to hate me. Um, but I just feel like I have to go with Xavier. Not, you know – and a lot of it just comes down to being in game shape. I think just, yeah.
0: like,
1: you know, the fact that this is their sixth game, um, you know, it's definitely – I understand it's the first game from Cintos, but it's a little different now with that, like – Yeah. Factor. Um, but just, you know – I have one game to go off of Cincinnati so far. They could completely really be a whole different team Sunday, yeah. and, you know, we would have nothing you – know, we wouldn't be shocked by anything. But, like, Xavier's shown the ability to score. In um, those games, even when they've struggled to put teams away, they've still put the ball in the basket at a high rate. Yeah. Um, they still they can shoot the ball well. So, I think Xavier's going to win, but I think it's going to be close. I don't think they're going to go in there and, like, run the, run them off the gym. So, I could see this being, like, a 64-58 kind of game for Xavier.
0: Okay. I feel like they're gonna score some points. I feel like it's gonna be a lot better. I think it's gonna be like no matter who wins, I think it's gonna be like in the 70s. I feel like it's gonna be like
1: yeah, I could see it, a little yeah. bit
0: trading back and forth with the rivalry. I think it's just gonna make them everybody's gonna play a little bit better, a little bit more crisp. I'm hoping you see wins, but I just a reason what makes me say, um, I, if I had to pick, I would say Xavier today because they've played the games, they got more game action. That's what scares me personally, yeah, because it used to be their sixth game but i'm hoping that they have their legs personally or they're not as bouncy as they want to be even in the you know rivalry game and you see they able to take advantage of it because if they could play they could start the game off with a bottle of energy like they finished it off like the last 8 minutes then i think right. they'll be fine um, but you know Xavier does have that game play which i can't overlook that and that's the reason why i'm going with them to win but I hope you see blows them out, but I don't see a blowout either way because there's no yeah, fans. I don't either. It's not happening. But both teams I think are pretty solid if they play right. So we'll see what happens, man. But for everybody who's listening to the podcast today, um, Tim, tell them where they can find you. Find you also have a podcast and tell them where they can find all your stuff at.
1: Yeah. Well, first off, thanks, JT, for having me. I've been ever since you told me you were doing a pod, I've been waiting for the call. So oh, happy to be here. Uh, my, you can no check problem. me out. My social media and t- Twitter, Instagram is at Tim Daniel 518. Uh, and then you can check out the 48 minutes basketball network on basically anywhere you get podcasts. We have three shows a week, um, 48 minutes shot college and at large business or college basketball show, which we also have an episode going on Friday uh, talking about the co- weird college basketball season so far and do a little co- uh, cross town talk as well. So
0: cool. Yeah. Make sure y'all check that out. want to thank my man, Tim, for, you know, visiting with me today. Won't be the last time you guys hear from him. We will do we do videos and stuff too. So if you follow my my Twitter and Instagram with front office news, and then also the Twitter, um underscore JT underscore Smith. Normally you probably gonna see this guy with me, probably joking around, <laughs> talking for about four or five minutes. So um this is him. You've seen him already on video. Now you're hearing his voice again. Um, but greatly appreciate it, man. So so yes, next time. Signing out, guys. Peace out. Let me
1: squeeze.
0: Let me squeeze. It's deep. Let me squeeze.